burgers <laughs> with the boys. Is that oh, what this is? Oh, shit. I have so much pasta salad on my lap right now. So it's Not pasta salad with the boys tonight. Pasta salad oh, in the lap. I do like pasta salad. That's, that's <coughs> okay. That one had a chair fun. Okay. okay. That's how we're starting this off. Good start. Okay, look. Great. I'm the only one that actually shows up with dinner because mainly I work all day. So this is the only time I get to eat. So today's meal for me, at least, is pasta salad. And two prior to uh, hitting record, I just spilt it all over my lap and chair. That's always a okay. Time. We're still going to eat it. We, we have to. Are talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier slash Captain America and the Winter Soldier as the hey. as the end cut scene. We're just going to spoil it right out the gate. Okay. Yes, to be so fair, if you, you have are, not listened yet, if you didn't hear what Matt said. If you did forget it, first off, but if you haven't seen the show and you love Marvel, do not watch this episode. Do not listen to this episode until you watch the season finale. Steve Rogers shows up. That's why it's called Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Okay. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Um, Just don't watch it if you don't like spoilers. Come back, re-listen to it, re-watch it after you see the show. You've been warned plenty of times. We're going to talk about the show now. Overall. Thoughts out of 10. What out of 10, 10, 10, being, 10 being the best. If you want to. So I broke out the Tony Stark glasses for tonight simply because I see that has that. nothing yeah. to do with this particular. Show. Are you, are you, no, I'm just kidding. Tony Stark shows up. Tony Stark. I'm waiting for Marvel to pull that bullshit. You know, it's coming. You know, yeah. Over under three years. Under. Ah. Wait, are we talking Tony Stark, like, flesh and blood Robert Downey Jr.? Are we talking, like, AI or... like Flesh and blood Tony Stark, not in a flashback. Not in a flashback. So, like, he comes walking into the room. Both. Like, I can give you both a major, major spoiler. Yeah, I know. From a movie that I know is coming up, that I know is going to happen on account of the fact that I read all the leaks and the scripts and shit like that. You're the scum of the earth. <laughs> no, the movie I, that I think we're t- talking about, we're talking about not, not like movies that take place before Endgame. So we're, t- we're talking about Marvel projects, not that, that don't happen before Endgame, because I think I know which one you're talking about. And I don't want to say it just in case people may not have read this. We're, we're on the same wavelength. Okay. La- wavelength, yes. Okay. Yes. So we're this, the th- over under three years, for Tony Stark, flesh and blood, come walking into a room over. in a movie that's post-Endgame, right? Over. It's going to be over. I'll say over because I'm pretty sure that they have yeah. at least the next three years planned out. Yeah. Well, well, they have so long planned out. The multiverse is going to... I hate the fact Marvel's doing it. Multiverse shit is such a cop-out. It's so annoying. But, like, it makes everything so much more complicated and there's zero risk to anything. But, like... It'll be over. It'll be over for sure. Because, like, 10 years from now, when the multiverse and the MCU is like, you know, it's like Iron Man. Like, it's normal. You expect to mm-hmm. see it. You expect it to pop up. They're going to have it where, like, 
you know, oh, here now we're in a reality where, uh, you know, Iron Man, you know, Tony Stark didn't die and now he's old and retired and like Robert Iron Lads. 60 something like, years old. Yeah, it, exactly. And we'll bring him back for like a cameo, just as I'm sure, sure. they will other people. But that that's what'll happen. He won't be an actual anything but an extra character from now on, but he will show up again. I, I, I guarantee it. Yeah. Anyways, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Right. Um, Benji, thoughts out of 10, what would you rate it overall? I haven't even thought about this. but Overall, as the series as a whole, for me, I'm going to give it a 7.1. I'm going to give Falcon and the Winter Soldier a 7.1 overall. You know, they, they had me going great in that first episode, you know. Sam gives up the shield. Like we picked it up right after Endgame. Like we mm-hmm. we see like how the show's progressing. Uh, we got to see Rhodey, which was awesome. I think getting to see Rhodey and Sam Wilson, both of whom we presumed would be the next Iron Man and the next Captain America at the time, just based on where mm-hmm. things were going. You know, Rhodey has the only other Iron Man suit that we know of, and Sam Wilson's got the shield, which I thought that oh. was really cool. And just to see where it went from there there were a few times during the show i'm like what the hell is going on like i don't even know what to expect um they did wrap it up very well i loved seeing sam get the get the comic book suit i thought that was sick um the fact that he had the wings too i loved that they were able to combine that i would have loved something that we didn't see but they hinted at in that second last episode when he told torres keep them with the old wings I would have loved to have seen Torres join that last fight as Falcon because he does take mm-hmm. on that mantle. Um, but overall, as a series, I like that it set up some future, just like WandaVision did. Maybe not as blatantly obvious, but mm-hmm. I do like where it's going. Well, well, it's setting up for Captain America 4. Right, which is confirmed. Which, they did come out and confirm it. Which is something I am actually super excited that Marvel's doing not that they're doing cap not they're doing captain america 4 not a new captain america series they're captain america 4 they're yes. continuing the story of captain america as if it was you know chris evans is like they're just letting him go for it the yep. suit is immaculate the suit is everything i wanted it to be that was my they favorite ripped part of it the right series. off the page of a comic book it was easily Mm, it's delicious it's just the coolest thing i love the suit the wings like you said they painted them beautiful mm-hmm. my personal onion did you want to go brandon or do you want me can i just roll no off no this? you were going so keep going yeah go for it i agree i'm going somewhere between a seven and an eight because it's a marvel show right. um oh what's the dude's name dude that plays happy who he writes all this shit John Favreau. Uh, John Favreau. Favreau, thank you. He said that he doesn't want to make the Marvel shows like like nothing major is going to happen in the Marvel shows because he doesn't want people that can't afford Disney Plus to be lost in the universe. He wants so if you just watch the movies, you're not missing anything important. So. All the shows, in my opinion, they're not going to go past a seven or an eight. That's yeah. just for the sake of nothing crazy, crazy, crazy is going to happen in them. Um, right. 
it's life altering, but I thought it was cool. I thought the moment where they ripped off Bucky's arm and then Bucky gets this look on his face like no one ever really <laughs> I am me. Mrs. Nesbitt. Perfect. No, it it was just funny because like it, it was one of those moments where like they rip off the arm and like they're like, Did you know it could come off? And he kind of gets this look on his face that like even the people in Wakanda, like even the Wakandans, they didn't trust him. Right. They they yeah. like no one trusted him, no one had faith in him. And when they rip off his arm and he gets that sad look on his face, that realization, that was a pretty good moment for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed it. I mean, the to be fair, end. you can't really blame the people of Wakanda after the events that transpired in Civil War mm-hmm. with King T'Chaka. Yeah. You can't really blame mm-hmm. them. So yeah. I get no, it. I'm so wrong. I mean, I know he was um, he's an Avenger now, but like I would still have a little slight toward him. Yeah. I mean, I, I would be like, this dude's been Russianed, like, th- what, three times? Right. Yeah. Oh, that was Probably another point. No, but th- that was another awesome point with Bucky, when he realized that the code phrases didn't work on him anymore. That mm-hmm. was powerful, dude. Yeah. And when they did it, and when, like, yeah. he said it, and, like, he's expecting to freak out, and he doesn't. It was just kind of that moment of, like... Oh, my God, he didn't. <laughs> oh, my God, he, <laughs> he did. Didn't. Like, or he didn't. Oh, my yeah, God, he, he didn't. didn't. Yeah. It was just that cool moment of, yeah. you know, you had, you, it was a complete 180 of the scenes because you had the realization that no one ever trusted him. And then now they have a reason, like, it doesn't matter. And then the last episode when he's walking past the officers and they go, Sergeant Barnes. And you just kind of, you, you get that little respect. Mm-hmm. And they're like, ah, oh, he finally is getting what he deserves. Like, that was his military rank, too. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. he was caught in the war. He was brainwashed. He, like, did all this shit. And then he finally is, like, seen as that war hero, that sergeant that he was. He's I just loved now. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was at that moment that he kind of unofficially stepped from, like, you know, shady sidekick character yeah. to I'm an Avenger. Like, I'm a good guy. This is my life now, which is kind of... I thought was a very, very cool, um, cool thing. Right. Yeah. Oh, and then he, Bucky honestly was one of the best characters. Yes, he was. Oh, yeah, totally. In terms of development and then just, I don't know. I like how he bitched out Sam for <laughs> just putting away the shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my world thoughts on the show, um, I thought it was pretty good. I'd probably give it like a six and a half out of ten. Okay. I think I liked WandaVision a little bit better. Just the week to week with WandaVision, I felt like worked a lot better, and I felt like this was more better. Yeah, I felt Mm -hmm. like this was more of like it would benefit more on just a straight watch through because I felt like it was just a long movie type deal. Yeah, Um, the villains were kind of uh, inconsistent because I I wasn't quite sure. Okay, so these are terrorists, but they're actually not bad. But then they are really bad and then they die and then you have the other captain america the john walker guy where you're like oh he's gonna probably be the villain and then he's like oh he's kind of relatable but then he's all of a sudden like horrible and you're like oh and then he kind of redeems himself and then kind of does and then yeah i don't it was like kind of oddly inconsistent in that but because uh, i'm sure that john walker will be back in cap four like that's probably so, not to happen 
So um, U.S. agent, U.S. agent in the comics is a pretty neat character, and they did him pretty well. Um, what's that actor's name? Why I couldn't tell you. Oh, there you go. Because he he played the hell out of that character. I would yeah. just like to go on record and say the early hate for Wyatt Russell was That's totally uncalled for. It was totally uncalled for because yeah. if you knew if you knew where the show was more than likely going, like we all knew that either Sam or Bucky, it was probably always going to be Sam was going to be Captain America by the end of the show. Like John Walker was not going to be Captain America at the end of the show. And everybody just hated on him way too early. It got a little unnecessary. I, I do get where people were coming from because Steve Rogers and Chris Evans were such a beloved part of this universe for so long, but it was uncalled for. Right. Dude, it's people. It's people like that. Like, first of all, Wyatt Russell. He said he loved it. I don't know if you read that quote or not. Because mm-hmm. he said it's an honor to be disliked. He yeah. said when you can act. Well, other people have said that you know when you can act so well that people hate you in real life because you played a character that they hate in the show. That is how you know. And they compared it to some. Yeah. Um, some people from Game of Thrones and, and some other shows, but like, that's how you know you've like, you've really done a good job. And he did. He did a phenomenal job as yes, the character. I think that it was, it was a testament to his ability. It was a testament to his, uh, his, I mean, mainly, yeah, it was just his ability to act. And I think he did a great job. Mm-hmm. And though he said he loved it, he, he said he loved the hate because he was like, I must be doing a good job if they hate me already. And people are stupid as shit. Like, I don't care if you don't read comics, if you've never seen a movie. If you're going to watch this show, the show is called Falcon and the Winter Soldier. If you expect one of those two to not be Captain America, then you're an idiot. Yeah. You're dumb, and you don't deserve to have eyes. Or Disney+. Plus. But you clearly don't use them for anything, like reading titles. <laughs> um. So... I think the best part about the show, now that I'm kind of done, like, ripping on it, I think the best part by far was Baron Zemo as, like, the anti-hero that I think, in Civil War, he was a very good villain. Mm -hmm. I would say probably above average for Marvel's standards of villains, because they don't really have a great repertoire of villains. Um, But I think this show, I mean... Just look at those dance moves, man. Like, those are impressive. And speaking to Baron Helmet Zemo, though, like, it's very interesting that you bring this up because it's really, he's never, his objective here has not changed. Like, Mm -hmm. in Civil War, he was trying to get rid of super soldiers because of what took place in Age of Ultron. Like, it has not changed. The perspective's changed. Because his, his mission is still the same thing in Falcon and the Winter Soldier as it was in Civil War. It's just that now he's helping Bucky and Sam in order to further his goal, which, I guess you could say. Well, which I thought super cool because, you know, it, obviously in Civil War we have him as this villain who hates the Avengers. The Avengers ripped his family away. The yeah. Avengers are the ones that need to pay. But it was through that hatred of the Avengers he realized it's not just the Avengers; it's anybody with powers, anybody yep. that's a you know considered a super soldier. Yep. And so, similar to what you said, 
actually exactly what you said. Uh He's not good or evil. He's not fighting for one particular side, at least in this universe. He's fighting to get rid of superheroes. And he's going to fight with his best bet, which Uh at that point in time was Falcon and Bucky. Um, If I could rip real fast, if I could shit on Warner Brothers for uh, for a second. So... You have the Snyder Cut, which I don't know if you've seen it. It was great. But you have the Snyder Cut that the fans had to petition, beg, like major stars and celebrities had to beg Warner Brothers to release it. They wouldn't. So HBO Max was like, we'll release it. And Warner Brothers was like, whatever. What the hell? Majorly successful. Snyder says he has all these other movies he wants to make. All the same people say, make those movies. It's going to make your universe so much better. They say no, right? They say absolutely mm-hmm. not. Here's where Marvel, this is all looping around, I promise. I Here's where Marvel does things right. Baron Zemo danced for like two minutes on screen. <laughs> the fans went crazy making memes and they thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. A couple of them were like, you should release a feature-length film of just him dancing. And they released a four-hour cut of him dancing. Because just... people asked for it. Now, granted, yeah. you can't give the fans everything you want. But when it's stupid shit that you know is going to make you some kind of money, yeah. make you successful, and make your fans happy, like that's where they do it right. And I thought it was so funny. Yeah, he uh, that dancing clip's like one of the funniest things ever. Yeah, it's an it's an hour long video on YouTube and it has six point one million. Just views him dancing. It. Yeah, it's ca- it's kind of find looped. that and post it to our page. Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's right yep. there. Well, I mean, obviously I'll it's going it to be a loop. The they didn't film. They didn't film an hour of him getting down and just no, like, right. doing it. Oh, but it's still funny. Um, I'll show it's yeah. funny. Something I did like about this show. Um, and I'm if I if I botch this pronunciation, I'm very sorry. Uh, the Dora Melache, I think that's how you pronounce it. Sure. I I love that they showed up in this show. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting that. Like I know it's because they have the ties to Bucky and the whole White Wolf, how they helped him get rid of the Winter Soldier uh, brainwashing. But they they took on an even bigger role than even if you told me they were gonna be in it than I thought. Obviously, returning Zemo to the raft, that's pretty big. But to see that they're relevant still. After everything that's happened, um, obviously, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. You you can't replace him. You really can't. Not in this universe. I'm glad Marvel's come out and said that they're not going to. Mm -hmm. Um, It's good to see that they're not completely writing this off. Like, they're not writing... The characters from Black Panther out of the overall MCU story. Uh, it was cool. I think that actually might have been one of my favorite moments from this entire show was yeah. when they show up to take Zemo. And <laughs> John Walker's like, don't worry, I'm Captain America. And he like puts his hand on him and they start beating the shit out of him. And Bucky's just, Sam's like, we should do something. And Bucky's like, looking strong yeah. there, John, as he's getting so his funny. ass whooped. And this was before he took the super soldier serum, so it was hilarious. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was one of the best moments of the show. He's like, it ah, we so should funny. probably do something about this. Like, <laughs> and then he got his arm dismantled. Um, yeah, that was before the meme. Yeah, before the meme. Mm. Um, but yeah, I like the Dora, Dora Mamu or whatever, whatever they're called. Dora Mamu, something like <laughs> yeah. that. I, I'm yes. so sorry. I wish, I'm going to learn how to pronounce it better. I promise. Yeah, you probably should. Um, but yeah, I like that they're bringing Wakanda in, even though uh, Chadwick is no longer with us, which is sad. It really is. But I, I mean, Wakanda is still a huge part of the series now, more than ever. I mean, the Infinity War battle was there. They have so many characters besides uh, Black Panther that we still need to explore. After, like, I'm gonna guess that they're gonna write off Black Panther in the way that he like passed away somehow. I have no idea, but that's just my thought on it. And it would be they'll nice get to right. get the character. Yeah, I know they'll do a good job. Um, I know that the other characters in the Black Panther series are very compelling. And I'm kind of intrigued what they're going to do with all that. But all honesty. What I'm excited about is... So, I don't, have you guys heard of the Thunderbolts? I've heard of it. Yes, this. I was actually going to bring this up later, so, so I'm glad you're bringing it's it. Pretty up right much now. Marvel. It's pretty much Marvel's Suicide Squad to mm-hmm. to an extent. Mm. Uh, and by putting Zemo on the raft, they're they're like they're definitely starting the making of the Thunderbolts. It, it's like they're Thunderbolts, like they're like the MCU Sinister Six. Mm-hmm. I know Sinister Six is already Marvel, but like this universe is like Sinister Six. It's gonna be super cool. Like it's basically just a villain team and run by um Madam what's Hydra. his name? Or no, no. Uh, Secretary of State Ross. Thank Thaddeus you, Ross. Yes. Who is also? I'm waiting for him to Hulk out, dude. But they'll well, never do that. He's me. rumored to be in the She-Hulk show. Well, it's because he's Red Hulk, or right? Yeah, he's Red Hulk. So I don't know how much you know about the Red Hulk. The Red Hulk is <laughs> Ross was also exposed to gamma radiation to an to a T, but it's like dormant in his system. Right. He is stronger than the Hulk, mm-hmm. so much so that his anger alone can like like when he like squeezes a bar, like he can like melt it. Like it's the weirdest Jeez. shit in the world. But the Red Hulk is super fucking cool. Yeah, I don't think they'll ever do it. If it, they'll they'll do the Thunderbolts before they do. But I don't know. I'm excited. Point is, I'm excited. It's gonna be great. No, it is. Would cool be in the you... Thunderbolts. I think right now we can we can account well, for a few characters right now. Um, obviously Zemo. He's Zemo chilling at the round. One. You've got John Who's Walker, in the U.S. Who? agent. Uh, yeah. Abomination is still around somewhere technically you're right he is oh wait no wait did hulk kill him in that movie though no no because if i don't know if we're gonna i don't know or not if it if they're gonna steal this from this show uh the agents of shield show i know it's not canon with the universe but they could uh i guess there was like a, a line in there how they hinted at abomination was chilling in some shield base i don't know where but i know they said it yeah, well, he didn't like, die in the Hulk movie. He was right. like just defeated, and he's like, yeah, "That movie's terrible." But anyways, um, so you got those two. You know, 
is uh, and I don't know anything about the Thunderbolts comic. I don't is, either. Is Deadpool in those or no? No, Deadpool's not part of it. Deadpool's technically whatever he the hell wants to be in yeah. the universe, but no, traditionally, like he's not a part of like the Suicide Squad, the Thunderbolts, the X Men. He's he's kind of shows up wherever he shows up, but he's not a part. Like they wouldn't do that. They could. That's That'd be kind of fun. I know they could. They won't. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of who else is in that show. Who else could be like most of the Marvel villains? They're like one and done. They die. <laughs> like, they'll they... they'll work up to it if they are going to do the Thunderbolts, or they'll introduce people when they decide to do the Thunderbolts. Like, oh, these were off-screen incidents, then arrests. These people are in the raft. Here you go. You know, yeah, like that's true. That's true. What about Adam Warlock? Isn't he? Is he like an anti-villain or anti-hero? Technically, he's not. But he's kind of like that's a totally different planet, universe, not universe. Well, I, I mean, I would have to look up who's like the base team of the Thunderbolts. I don't really remember. It's been a while. You should bring Thor into the Thunderbolts because he's the god of thunder. That would only make sense. So, are you saying that because he? He can control thunder. Yeah, because thunderbolt. Okay, so boom. I know. Um, oh my gosh, I cannot say this actress's name. So I know that there's actually two members of the Thunderbolts that are supposed to be in the Black Widow movie that's coming up. Oh. Uh, Florence Pugh. That's the name of the character. Uh, Yelena Belova. I'm pretty sure she is going to end up taking on the Black Widow mantle in that movie. If it's who the character I think she is, um, I believe she's going to be a part of that team. And also Taskmaster is supposed to be part of that team as well. Oh, interesting. So that's two more members right there. And just kind of like going off since I am just talk- I we're talking about that movie. Um, this Val character, I don't know her whole name. She has this really long name. But it's the actress who appeared, who was in Seinfeld. You know who I'm talking about? Yes. Uh, uh, What's her name? Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yes, her name Val. I'm just going to call her Val because that's like the shortened version. Uh, she has, her character is reportedly played Madame Hydra numerous times in like the comics. And what makes this very interesting is she's also put together like, like anti-hero teams, kind of like Suicide Squad. And mm-hmm. I was thinking about this after I watched the show today. Right now, at this current point in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there is no established Avengers team. Tony Stark is dead. It's true. Steve Rogers is missing because I'm pretty sure it hasn't been linked that he went back in time because why would we tell people that Tony Stark created time travel? Uh, Thor's missing because he's off at the Guardians. Bruce Banner, he's Professor Hulk. Like, he ain't doing anything. He's, his arm is fried. Uh, Clint Barton, retired. Natasha Romanoff, missing, aka dead. Um, and even Nick Fury, like, we, the whole world still thinks he's dead. Going all the way back to Winter Sol- or Cap 2, Winter Soldier, yeah. we leave it. He's dead, technically. Yeah. He goes out really into space to do Galactic Sword because the Nick Fury that's in Far From Home is a scroll. Yeah. I don't think, I'm pretty sure he lays low. So you have this, you have no established Avengers team. Yes, you have all these heroes that can be part of the next Avengers team, but 
but they're not a team. Mm-hmm. And there's well, no yeah, Nick yeah, Fury. Yeah. So Madam Hydra, she's putting together really the only established team with this with now John Walker starting. Wait. Is Nick Fury considered dead though? Because when he gets snapped away, he's in the middle of the street in New York. Yeah, it's kind of uh, fuzzy like, if he was if he was trying to not if he was trying to stay dead, he wouldn't be in a car in the middle. Like he wouldn't have done that. Yeah, details. I, I don't know details. what his status is. I just know that yeah, technically speaking, after Civil War, there has not been an official Avengers team since Civil War. <laughs> I mean, you could you could suggest that Infinity War and Endgame there technically was and it was being headed by Black Widow, but mm-hmm. that wasn't an official Avengers team. So, right. Or it wasn't officially known as the Avengers, so it wasn't like whatever. And then Cap assembled them. And it was <laughs> right. an awesome moment. That was, I remember, <laughs> did I punch your shoulder when we just did? I, uh, I you definitely did. I remember. I I do remember getting really excited. I hate, 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 hate with a capital hate, seeing movies no matter how big or small on opening night because it's so. And I told you this, Brandon. It is so goddamn annoying when there is a pivotal moment, Cap wielding the hammer, him saying, him finally saying the stupid word "assemble," like all of that stuff. Yeah, it's great. But then everyone claps and cheers, and then you can't hear the next two minutes of what's happening because yeah. everyone won't shut the hell up. And it's I... annoying. But what I will say is our theater was relatively quiet. Yeah, I was going to say, I think most people that went to our show our... didn't like it just as much as we did. But then no. they cheered during the obvious, the cap yeah. wielding meal. I mean, you cheered and you happened, hate it. But it, it was literally like, the hammer was picked up. Nobody talked. Everyone just kind of like, what? <laughs> Who has it? Even though like everyone kind of knew. Yeah. And then Cap, and then when it like flew back in Cap's hand, yeah, people everyone freaked were, out. Like, like I remember, even I clapped. I went like, holy fuck, and <laughs> I even clapped. But then literally, as quick as they did it, they stopped. Yeah. That was fine, but dude, I, I I've seen videos on the internet of you know oh audience's first reaction to this and they've che- yeah. they literally peer through like that entire i can't watch those yeah. and it's so frustrating and i remember telling you brandon how unexcited i was to see that movie opening night with you because of that yep. reason i remember that but i'm like you know have some faith and i think because our th- i think our theater was a little smaller size because they had the i don't remember it wasn't super small but it was small enough where there wasn't but- as many people there yeah it, it was like i would describe it as like a small town theater like it wasn't like a rinky dink place but it wasn't huge like you weren't going to like a huge ass thing we also got food with that unrelated to the movies at all <laughs> it was the best movie theater every seat was a recliner yep it's the every it was the one in margaritaville ben you remember studio that movie girl yep. studio movie girl right yeah dude, it was not sponsored but every, they could be. every single be. one was a recliner with like it was a leather recliner and then you press the button and some dude was like you want a burger and i'm like yeah <laughs> fuck yeah dude Did you want shit. a burger eat a burger <laughs> so i'm sitting there like eating fries and shit watching this movie it was pretty great That's yeah 
I will say when I watched uh, Endgame for the second time, total 180. No one, you couldn't hear a damn thing. People were cheering. I'm like, dude, it's Saturday. Like, this is probably the second time most people are seeing this damn movie. Yeah. I don't know. I was annoyed at that time, but the last time I saw it, I was with Cole at Disney Springs, and they also had food there. Um, and that was relatively quiet, but that was like almost a month after it was released. Yeah. Uh, well, people, people did that for me when I was seeing star wars like certain things would happen and like they cheered and i'm like you guys need to shut the hell up i've waited so long be quiet i told some lady in front of me to shut up i literally surprised me and how do you um dude i was gonna put it it's been released yet so like saying inside jokes that haven't been public yet Oh god. I was going to put her in the boo boo box, bro. She like, I don't remember what, it was like, I don't know. It was Force Awakens and like R2D2 or some shit and this lady's like, "Oh my god. It's R2. Michael, look it's R2." And I remember leaning forward and going, I, I don't know if his name was Mike. I, I'm just using that as an example. But I went, "Hey Mike, you want to look at the goddamn screen so you can see R2 so you can shut the hell up?" <laughs> My brother, who I was with, who is way worse than I am when it comes to this type of shit, looked at me and was like, dude, what the fuck? He's like, be quiet. I'm like, oh, look, I'm sorry, okay? I Were you the guy that was like, turning your flash off, you fucking moron? Dude, I am that guy. I, I wish I were dude, that guy. I wish I was that guy, too. No, no, but it was the same thing, like, title screen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, title screen's people, fine. You're not missing any dialogue. No, it's fine. no. Like, I, I get it. it. You know, and like I even cheat. Like, if you want to cheer when Star Wars pops up on screen, go right ahead. If yeah. You want to take a Snapchat, dude? I'm right there with you. But like, obviously, turn your flash off. Fucking moron. <laughs> when it comes to the actual movie, yeah, freak out internally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've turned. Totally, I'm turning this into my date. I'm turning this into my daily dump once weekly. Screw if you cheer during a movie. Screw it. You are a terrible human being. You deserve nothing but stubbed toes and snag shirts on door handles for the rest of your life. You should interview somebody that's like a prominent movie cheer and ask them. <laughs> Ma'am, why? Why do why? you cheer? Why? I'm pretty sure you, technically okay. that's uh that's trademarked. We can't we can't use that. Yeah, it was that's why, play, that's why I didn't play the whole thing. Yeah, you don't you know. But anyways, yeah. We don't own ask, the rights to the Star Wars music. That is all credit to John Williams. I, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do an episode in my movie accurate Darth Vader helmet one time and we're just gonna do that. I'm still won't even comment on it. No, we'll just. Uh, it's one of my most prized possessions. Yeah. Ooh. It's my. Is it in a it, glass case? It is in a glass case. It's dark. I couldn't Darth tell if it was plastic or glass. That's amazing. No, it's a glass case. For those of you that can't see, it's uh, Darth Vader's Tie Fighter, in a nice glass case with a surrounding that looks like a uh, imperial hangar, and it's the best thing I own. One of the best things I own. I have a Darth Maul legacy lightsaber. That's since, pretty fun. Since too. Matt brought up 
the daily dump, I think that's a great time to to address that. So you're dump you're dumping on people that cheer too often. I'm dumping on anyone that claps or cheers on the premiere of a movie. Shut up. Okay. Let me enjoy. I, I'm gonna take my crack at it now. Um, my my daily dump is for professors that assign papers that only care about page length. I don't know where you learned that quantity is more important than quality. Like I I had to write a paper for this one class and it easily should have been a seven to eight page paper. Like I hit all my points and I literally had to BS parts of it just to get two more pages out of it. Like I felt like I was rereading. I'm like, this is absolute crap. Like the parts that I had to add, I'm like, this is stupid. It's fluff. I hate, I was going to be a teacher. I, I hate fluff. Just get to the point. Give me your mm. points. Give me your argument. Give me your thesis at the beginning. Give me a good conclusion. That's it. I don't even care if it's three pages, but I, I, I hate fluff. I hate extra details, especially in academic writing. So daily yeah. dump on professors that assign multiple if you if you're requiring double digit pages for something that could easily be done in way less, you're only doing yourself a further disservice because you have to grade it. So, you know, uh, a life hack I learned, Ben, okay. uh, on that. Next time you do do your paper, okay. write everything that you need to write, mm. then go uh, search and replace, and then type period, and then change the font from whatever it is to like like. I don't know, probably 12 point font that you're yeah. normally at. Yeah. Just change the period to like 14 or 16 periods. They don't look different on <laughs> the paper, but they add quite a bit to it. That's it a probably great would hack. add like, if you're writing seven, six to seven pages, it might add like a whole page. Okay. It could just because of how many periods you use and it would just space out the words yeah. just enough. It's That's a great life hack. I've done that before. <laughs> it's a good one. It's okay. very, I think I've done that a few times when I'm writing. I just, I just write papers. the paper. You know what, Matthew? We don't care I mean, about your overachievingness. I don't care. That if he's not overachieving, it's actually just achieving. Okay, Brando. Who you got? <laughs> Who are you dumping uh, this week? Man. You know, we talk about movie cheering, and Matthew kind of took that from me, but that's okay. Ooh. Um. Let's talk about people that spoil shit. Okay? Oh, yes. And it's not us because we put out plenty of warnings before the show, so we're not spoilers. <laughs> you this know, isn't hypocrisy right here. I understand you want to talk about something, but, you know, make sure that whoever you're talking, you know, even online, you're just going to post something like, thank God that I stayed up. I think I stayed up to watch Falcon the Winter Soldier because I saw people posting about it and like that would be a direct spoiler. And I'm the exact opposite of Matthew here. Matthew doesn't care about spoilers. He doesn't care if he knows everything. I, on the other hand, I go like the exact opposite where I sometimes don't watch the trailers of the movies that I know That's I'm going true. to see no, because... It's very Brandon true. goes... <laughs> Brandon goes full Osama bin Laden. He hides in a cave. He doesn't talk to anybody until eventually SEAL Team 6 comes and okay. shoots him in the face. Okay. This will be another part of my daily dump then. Okay. So what is the point of a movie trailer? Matthew, this isn't a trick question. What is the point of a movie trailer? 
it is to show you the bare minimum of what the movie is supposed to be about so you can get excited and go see. Correct. So if I'm already excited and I'm already hooked, I'm going to buy a ticket to go see Avengers Endgame. Why do I need to look at footage before? If you've ever gone into a movie completely dark and not knowing anything about it, not seeing any footage, it is so much more fulfilling and enjoyable, I swear to you. And you I get and it. I did that with Shazam. We did, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And did I you was, enjoy the movie Shazam. more? I did. You know yeah. what? Because I, I love Shazam as a hero, like Black Adam and everything, and I love mm-hmm. it. And I, I had a hunch, you know, they weren't going to do Black Adam, but you had told me, you know, like, don't, don't do the trailer thing. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. For you, I won't do the trailer thing. And honest to God, watching Shazam, having no idea, recognizing no scenes, having no mm-hmm. clue what the next word is going to be, it, it was a lot more enjoyable. It was a lot more fun to sit there and like legitimately yeah. have a totally no idea what's going to happen next. And I think yeah. the way I got this started, and this is going to totally not turn into a daily dump, but it was with the movie John Wick. Mm-hmm. I had, I only heard good reviews on like I only saw that it was a movie starring Keanu Reeves and it's an action movie and it's really good so I'm like okay I'm gonna go in blind I don't know anything about it and I loved it and I'm like dang I should do this more often and I did it with Star Wars The Last Jedi I did it with Avengers Endgame I did it with a bunch of movies some movies I just I can't avoid it and I just accident I'm like all right whatever I'm just gonna yeah. see it it is what it is but uh, I've done it with so many other movies that it's hard to keep track, but I know I enjoy them more because trailers, they give you this preconceived notion of what the movie is going to be. And then sometimes you might be disappointed by something that you're like, oh, that was all that was there, but that was in the trailer. Or like if a character dies, like beginning of the movie, you're like, well, wait, I saw them in the trailer wearing this outfit at this time. So they're going to be back somehow. It puts that in the back of my mind. That's not in everyone else's mind, but that's just a weird way I have of thinking. So I'm going to daily dump on myself for overthinking movies. So there we go. Um, I slightly disagree with you on the spoil. I, I agree. Like if it's a fresh, don't talk about it. Or at least if we're going to talk, it'd be survey the room. Like, Hey, you guys cool. If I, you know, whatever I, there's a time limit you get for, if it's a theatrical release, mm-hmm. you get a, a two week time span. If in, if by two weeks, you this happened to Brandon and I. We were talking about um, Endgame, yeah. and there was somebody who hadn't seen it. But it was like at that point, two and a half weeks in. If you have not seen it by yeah. two weeks, yeah, you do not deserve it. I don't care if yeah. you don't want to hear. You may escort yourself away. I'm not going to follow you and purposely spoil it. But I'm not going to not have my conversation. You had two weeks to see it. You had half of a month. I am not going to not talk about it because you have not wanted to pay the money to go see it. That is your own fault. You can die. I will counter. I also strongly dislike people that after it's been like, oh, don't talk about Breaking Bad. I haven't seen it yet. It's like that show's been out for 10 years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Like, 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 yeah. So it's not a counter. That would be an agreement. It, it's an, well, it's an agreement but you're saying that you disagree, but I also should add that this is also part of the daily dump where I'm like, I don't like the, also the same people that say, 
oh, don't spoil Harry Potter for me. It's like, well, that's been out <laughs> forever. Yeah. And so I, I get it. No, that's fair. But whatever. Matthew, do you have a question that must be answered today? It's time. Oh, you mean a QTMBA? I do have oh, a QTMBA. We love yeah, it's a QTMBA. That would be a question that must be answered, and I have it. Are you both mayonnaise eaters? Yes. Do you enjoy mayonnaise yes. on a sandwich? Yeah. On you know, okay. Yes, I am a prevalent mayonnaise eater. I, I well. Okay, I am too. I would consider myself on most sandwiches. I like I like a nice little slab of mayonnaise, but there's a point where mayonnaise matinees. There's a point where you just can't imagine like a spoonful of mayonnaise raw, right? No one wants that. So here's the no. QTMBA. You have a large jar of Hellman's mayonnaise. I, oh, I literally just got the chills. You have one spoon. You have two options, though. You may either choose to eat the entire jar of mayonnaise in one sitting, spoonful at a time. When it's gone, you're done. Or... You must take a spoonful of mayonnaise every hour until that means like you got to go to bed. You can have 60 minutes, wake up, spoonful of mayonnaise, go back to bed every hour until that jar is empty. So you have to eat the whole jar outright or you can have one spoonful every hour. What are you going with? Both are equally, you're eating the same amount of mayonnaise, Mm -hmm. but it's a matter of, is it all at once? Is that worse? I would like to answer the question. Go ahead, please. Go for it. I am eating a spoonful every hour. Because if I eat the whole thing in one sitting, I will throw up. At least I have a whole hour to like get the taste out of my mouth. True. Or at least yes, try to. But, but I will but throw that up. means every single hour in the back of your head, all you're thinking about is it's worth it to me. I have to eat. And like you're gonna get sick. It's gonna be like a hangover. You're just gonna constantly feel sick. It, I, it's still worth it. That's how I look at it. And I will answer this one. I think I'd eat it outright. Because I in couldn't. my personal opinion, eating it all at once would be terrible. But once it's over, it's over. That's fair. Whereas big, it would take Are we talking like a big gallon like this? Like I, that big, I don't or like a like the tub. I'm, I'm talking like a large sized one, like not okay. like your Just normal, not not like your normal tiny jar. St- the na- the same screw top right. jar, but like a little bigger, a little wider. I'm not sure the dimensions of a mayonnaise jar. Yeah, but like um, a large a large container of mayonnaise. I think I'd do the every hour too. Like okay. You're probably gonna get done with that within 48 hours. Like that's probably I, I, 48 I, spoonfuls. Yeah, in my roughly. head, in my head, I I figure about two and a half days for yeah. for a full jar, yeah. one spoonful every, every hour, hour. I figure about two two and a half yeah. days. Yeah, and okay, you really think you're gonna be able to scarf that down without? Oh yeah, puking. I would throw up. You're gonna throw up. No, no. The odds of me throwing up, doing it every hour, are significantly lower than if I do it all once. I pride myself. Here's my thing. It's gross. There's no getting around that it's gross. I pride myself in being able to eat disgusting things, like 
put whatever you want in a blender, make a horrible milkshake, plug the nose down the hatch. That's exactly what I would do with the mayonnaise. I would look at it. I would look at my spoon. I'd look at the mayonnaise, unscrew the top. I would look up and just literally shovel it in. Big gulp. Maybe maybe give one of these. And then it's over. It, yeah. it would be it would be that easy as opposed to in my head it's kind of like it's kind of like when you wake up and you know you have to go to work in like three hours yeah and every time you look at the clock you're just going oh i gotta go to work in an hour or two hours and then oh that makes sense i i see it hour and a half i gotta go to work and just every second you see look at the clock you dread it a little more every second you look at that clock that is one more minute closer to a spoonful of mayonnaise. And I it's just... not a day. You're, you're talking two and a half days of yeah. waking up at 3 a.m. going, oh, mayonnaise. Oh, boy, 3 a.m. No. Oh, boy, 3 a.m. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. From like, like a nine to five mayonnaise schedule, I'd probably side with you. But to wake up at 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m., be yeah. exhausted. By day two, you're exhausted, and you have to wake up at 3 a.m. and chug down a spoonful of mayonnaise. You're telling me that's going to be easier? No, this is not easy. <laughs> None of this is easy. I, I think you are so mistaken. I think you are both All I'm picturing upset. is Ben at SeaWorld feeding the, the dolphins or whatever, and then there's this With jar, jar of mayo <laughs> just sitting there, and they're like, oh, what's the jar of mayo doing for the animals? And then the clock beeps. It's for me. You would just go, and then they just his wristwatch just goes beep 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 mayonnaise. Plug the nose. Oh, that was dude. Okay, I feel like that. I feel like that would be like an impractical joker's punishment. Yes, it would. God, like every hour, eat some mayonnaise. I should, should do a practical them. Joker's punishments. Yeah, we should. <laughs> well, for I guess uh, that's the QTMBA. Uh, yeah, we did. We debated mayonnaise whether it's better to eat it all at one time or over the course of two and a half days every hour. Yes. Uh, discuss. We talked a lot. Love mayo. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we talked a lot about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Overall, great show. Uh, not my. Not our favorite. Definitely, mm-hmm. probably consensus. WandaVision was probably better, but that's okay. We're excited for Loki. Uh, we will preview okay. that once we get closer, just because it's not coming out till June. Yeah. And we had our daily dumps. It's been a great time. It really has. A great time. But been a really great time. That is going to wrap it up for burgers with your boys this week. Good job. Until next. Good time. job, everyone. Like, comment, share, subscribe, do whatever it is. Podcast things the whole are and always remember yeah. burgers are better with the boys. Always. All right. Always. We will catch you all next week. <laughs>